Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me are my co-host, Joseph. Hello. Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? And Jay Hugh. Uh, we are going to do, I mean, kind of mini news, but mostly just rampant Marvel speculation with the latest Eternals trailer, finally Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, and maybe a little bit of Shang-Chi in there, what the, what the people are saying. Is it Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi? Because I've heard it both ways. Uh, the way they're saying now is that it's, Shang- it's Shang-Chi. Yeah. I, you know, I grew up my whole life thinking it was... Uh, it was Shang Chi, and it's going to be hard for me to correct that. I have mixed feelings about this. Uh, this this is a broader discussion than uh, I think the scope of this podcast. <laughs> but at the same time, like if if somebody wants me to say anime anime, fuck you. I'm, right. a, I'm in a goddamn American. I'm not going to try and like do my best Japanese impression. It's like anime. We get it. Shang-Chi is fine, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, so I stand on... I'm 100%... Like, you can be correct and still be three times the douchebag. Right. Like, that's, that's right. Not, like I feel like there's there's definitely a, a weird line between, like, being respectful of a culture versus, like, trying real hard to, like, I don't know, I guess, appropriate? I don't know. It feels it feels gross. I just want you guys to... Earn this points. is not at all what yeah. we're talking about, but it... it but I just... I want to make something clear here, though. I'm not saying it that way because I give a shit. I'm only saying it that way because I heard Kevin Feige say it. And it, what originally started as a joke of me pronouncing it the way is now just become part of my vernacular. <laughs> well, I want to well, say that I'm my one thing I'm consistent on this podcast is pronouncing names wrong. So I feel like this is right on brand for me. <laughs> right, for Shang, <laughs> I think I think we can safely say either one is equally right and wrong. So, you know, <laughs> I also think with comics, however you read it is however it's going to be for you. If you yep. think it's Magneto, then it's fucking Magneto and no movie is going to change your mind. <laughs> I hope Pretty no sure. one pronounces it Magneto. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it's Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> now that's an anime villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, we'll, we're talking about Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi, so why don't we talk about the the reaction to that's the closest marvel movie to now uh you know like very soon very very soon we've had you know there's been a a heavy delay in the pipeline for reasons i suspect you can guess uh so you know black widow which was supposed to come out what march of last year uh just came out uh, a few months ago and so now they've got all these projects that are backed up that are pretty much ready to go that it seems like they are excited to get us to see and get our money from. Yeah. And it's actually seems to be coming out. Cause like I, you know, I work at a theater and I did not think this was going to come out in 10 days, but it's from all signs. It looks like it is actually going to be released. So um, yeah, the, the, the early reviews came out two days ago, which is why I thought maybe you guys, I don't know if you've read any of them. I've read a bunch of them and uh, they're really good. They're saying say, it's really, I'm really good. I'm always a little skeptical of, of the first response ones because I feel like those are usually the ones that are trying to suck yeah. up to the, the... But, but that's yeah, they're not instant reactions like the the embargo's lifted. So it's oh, actually really? okay. reviews. Yeah, the reviews are actually out of the movie now. And it's varying from like good to great. And they're saying the thing that caught my eyes, you guys know I love like action is um I've heard it described as dynamic action scenes all the way to the best action scenes ever in a Marvel movie. Um, compared to like the Thanos fights in Infinity War. 
So that makes me like super fucking psyched for this movie. Well, I, I've heard they're kind of going for a Jackie Chan thing with the action, which is fucking great. We've, we, you know, it's been long enough. I'm ready for that shit again. Yeah, I, the reviews for this movie have gotten me more excited for this movie than anything we've seen so far. I will say, I think I'm a little nervous. Uh, just uh, this is kind of off topic, but Bob Chappick really just does not seem to be doing a very good job as Disney CEO, including pissing off the star of his last Marvel movie and apparently right. pissing off the star yeah. of this Marvel movie. Um, good point. So, yeah, uh, that was probably the hottest button. Uh, more motivation for me to see this movie than anything else so far. What, uh, what did he, I, I hadn't heard he had pissed off the star of this movie. What happened with this? One? To be fair, I don't think he, I think he was misinterpreted. Someone asked at Disney shareholder meeting like two weeks ago, if this would get pushed to a simultaneous release on Disney plus. And he said, no, we're going to treat it as kind of like an experiment and see if people are ready to go back to the theater and we're going to do theater only. And Simu Liu, who's played Shang-Chi in the film, he was like, you know, Asian led films are not an experiment and stuff like that. And I don't really think that was the point, (laughs) but it was not a good choice of words on old Bob Chappick's part. Bob Iger would not have made that mistake anyway. Right. The only other thing I, I think the reviews have really hyped me up is uh, the villain is Tony Liu. If I'm saying that right, he plays Wen Wu, his father. And apparently he's great. Like they're saying like top tier Marvel villain, someone you can really like empathize with. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm pretty stoked for it. I hope his costume looks better in the film than it has in anything else we've seen so far. <laughs> yeah. I like Aquafina too. Yeah. She's great. I think there's going to be a lot of action. I hope there's an equal amount of, of just like fun. It seems a little more on the serious side, but that could just be a bad read. We'll see how it goes. Cool. I feel like you wouldn't put Wong in it to not be fun. That's kind of what I think. That's true. Yeah. And it's such an odd movie to bring Abomination back for. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Someone, they haven't even been sure for a while if he really happened. And they just say, oh, yeah, we'll bring him back for this one. Why not? Yeah. And apparently, uh, Trevor Slatery is in it more than you think is the other thing I've heard, which has me kind of stoked. I hope they use him in a good way because I hate Iron Man 3. But if they can <laughs> take something out of that that I like, maybe it'll turn me around on that movie a bit. They can retcon it. Yeah, that, <laughs> Hey, if anyone can, they can. He's the, he's the best part of Iron Man 3. And totally. I know, I know Hard and disagree. I have, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joseph and I have long been in the camp of like they – clearly retconned it almost immediately after Iron Man 3. Why not bring it back? What's his face with the Scoot McNary? Like, he should be in this movie, too. But right. Maybe he is. I mean, who knows at this point? But, yeah, I mean, only like 10 days away, so it's, it's coming pretty quick, um, which is cool. I feel like we've gotten a lot of Marvel content recently, which is good for everyone. For sure. I will say, to your point, I like Scoot McNary in anything, but I do think the best kind of Scoot McNary is surprise Scoot McNary. <laughs> just be like oh shit Scoot McNary. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. that is that scoot mcnary kind of take you know what i mean <laughs> exactly you have to squint your eyes uh so what's what's the uh the next released after shang chi eternals which eternals. is two months after that so i mean and then spider-man's a month so i mean we're getting a lot of marvel movies here in the next three months which is which is fucking cool yeah. and then I know what if still coming in Jones. Is there another Marvel show on Disney Plus before the end of the year? I think we're going to get Hawkeye for the end of the year. Miss Marvel got pushed to 2022, but I believe we'll get Hawkeye in like November or December. 
So, so much Marvel just straight up your butthole. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> just inject it into my veins. So, I mean, on that note, though, the Eternals trailer, the final trailer, quote unquote, came out. What did we think of that? Uh, you know, I, I liked it. I, you know, I, I had a roller coaster of emotions with it because I was really tied up in this being a certain thing. And I really wanted it to have a look more like Ragnarok or something like that, with the more sort of over the top, more comic booky, less movie e version of, of special effects and design and stuff like that. So I was a little disappointed on first viewing, but I've watched it a few more times and I'm pretty fucking excited about this. I know I'm coming on the other side of the fence than I think is of you three. I don't know, Joseph, you were kind of in the middle, but yeah, um, yeah I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, it, something about it feels off to me. Um, it, it brought up a lot of negative like connections in my mind. And originally I said it looked like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of like movie. And by that I mean like it just like it felt cheaper than I think some of the other recent Marvel stuff. Especially the uh, Deviants. I think the Deviant CGI looks really, really <laughs> bad. And I have trouble with Angelina Jolie also. Like she's too famous for me. I can't see her anymore as anyone other than Angelina Jolie. Um, so I think I'm going to have a problem with that. And I don't know. I think the more I thought about it, the biggest, the, like the most obvious connection to me is it looks like a DC movie that like grim, yeah. gritty, like dark colors and like not in a good way. And like, I don't know if I want like a somber, you know, Eternals is like bright and fun. You know, that's what the comic should be. And I feel right. like I just don't know why they're making the choice. It just, it looks all wrong to me and I could be wrong. And I want to, I want to like it. I like all Marvel things, but I definitely am coming down like, I'm the least excited about this than any of these other three movies. And I think they may, they may like, you know, they don't ever miss, you know, I don't think it'll be bad, yeah. but I think it could be like a C, you know what I mean? Like in the <laughs> right. middle, not a great one. To your DC thing. The, the meanest thing I can think of to say about this movie is that it looks like Steppenwolf could be a deviant. <laughs> yes. hundred percent. And I think, yep. Ian, I think you hit the nail on the head as far as what made me nervous about it is that it just, it evokes, it reminds you of things that are not that great <laughs> and, and definitely Joss Whedon Justice League is, is definitely one of them uh, you know the costumes I feel like are still a little I don't know how to describe it it's not stiff but they just feel kind of out of place in the context of the rest of what we've seen so far uh, and I definitely feel like they lifted the effects for Icarus's heat vision whatever from uh, from fucking the boys uh, right. so yep. like <laughs> all those things are not things that i'm like stoked about that said we've sworn off the oscars after this year but i did actually see the best picture winner this year which was oh no i can't even fucking remember the name of the no man land nomad land which was directed by chloe Zhao, who's directing this movie and it's fucking it's really good and I, I don't know how that translates to making a goofy dumb superhero movie but I don't know. Like, I, I'm, there's there's this hope in my heart from what I've seen, and then there's a, a worry in my soul from what I have seen. Yeah, I I mean, I have a much more positive opinion based off the trailers of this than I do Shang Chi um, right now. Personally, I like the cast a whole lot. I like the look. I would. I am in agreement with Jay Hugh. It's not. And I mean, we've known this is what it's going to look like for a while, but. It's surprising that Ragnarok looks more like the Eternals than the Eternals looks like the Eternals, which is a just a it's an odd choice to me. But I know I don't think it looks cheap. I think there's one. I, I think it looks just a lot more muted, which is an interesting choice. I've heard that Chloe Zhao hates CGI, so like a lot of the films, she's trying to do like practical effects and 
I think that's visually pretty staunch to anything we've seen Marvel do so far. And I think that's my biggest concern is just how different it looks because it doesn't it doesn't really evoke the DCEU for me. It evokes like like I said, I, to me, it's want to be a rival like it wants to be anything Diddy Villeneuve has ever directed. <laughs> it's muted colors and there's always like a haze on screen and alien ships are very muted angular things like it just it looks like it wants to be a serious sci-fi flick and while i can appreciate that because i like those things i'm concerned about how that fits into the mcu right to your point jones and dennis villanueva's agent totally sat in room and was like all right here's two scripts you can do dune or eternals and he's like i'm doing fucking dune (laughs) right ian to the thing you said also about angelina jolie she does look even in the little bit we see in this trailer, like she does not give a fuck about being in this movie. I don't know how (laughs) she conveys that. That might be her greatest acting job ever, but in the like 30 or not even that, like 15 seconds you see her in here. I'm like, Oh yeah, I can tell she does not give a fuck about this. You know, all the movies I've seen of her in the last like 15 years, granted it's not that many movies. She doesn't act that much anymore. (laughs) She never really looks like she gives a shit where she is. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. I read. I did hear on another podcast though that there was a rumor that she wanted to greenlit Maleficent too, and she had to sign on to this to do that with Ooh, Disney. That's mm. like that's so, like old school studio stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know if that's true. That's something I did hear though, and I don't know. To like Jones and you know Virgilia, your point. Like the costumes Marvel's been putting out recently, I think have been a little subpar. Like it started with I wasn't on your Winter Soldier, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier episode, but Anthony Mackie's costume in that just looked bad. It looked yeah. cheap, you know what I mean? He looked like a Power Ranger. And then, like, you know, Shang-Chi, like Jones brought up, that costume's not great. And I think the Eternals, they're like, they had gotten to a point where, like, they were nailing it with, like, Captain America's Winter Soldier's outfit. And I think, like, Captain Marvel's outfit looked great. But I don't know. I think it's, like, kind of been on a decline recently. I do want to uh, posit a theory to you guys, talking about Angelina Jolie. Oh, I want to say this. On the flip side, I think Penelope Cruz is incredibly thankful to be in this movie. <laughs> she she looks like she's actually trying, uh, right. which uh, I appreciate. Isn't that but... Selma Hayek? Oh is, oh, is it Selma Hayek? Yeah. Oh, I, you're right. I get the two men. <laughs> They're the same person. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, do we think that all of these people are going to be in all of this movie? Because I do not. I think yeah, she's no. probably in like 15 or 20 minutes of this movie. You know, I no, I I would I would definitely agree with that. I mean, the Eternals comic is very much, you know, Icarus is like your main guy, and he sort of teams up with these. Like, they're never really come off as like a big superhero team. He bounces off various ones through various stories. So, I think that'll probably be like the, Yeah, I yeah. agree. I, I think it's going to be a true ensemble, and I think some are going to be in it less than others. And I think you're right, Angelina Jolie probably won't be in it a lot, especially if she was made to do it to make piece of shit that is maleficent too (laughs) (laughs) so on the rampant speculation part do you guys think it's just to answer fanboy questions that they mentioned thanos in this or do you think there might be something deeper to it i think both are true one thing that's stupid though the reason they said they couldn't interfere in a you know in infinity war is because they said they're only allowed to interfere if the deviants are involved thanos is a fucking deviant in the comics they should have come up with another fucking reason because that shit right. makes no sense. Like, right. it literally, like, it, it even confused me even more. I mean, obviously, I guess they're not going to make him a deviant in the MCU, but, like, anyone who reads the comics, like, that shit doesn't make any... Like, that's, like, the worst answer you could possibly give, I think. 
my theory is, is then in this, he's not going to be a deviant. He's going to be in the turn. Oh, that's, that would be, yeah. I think our stinger in this will either be, we'll see Thanos again, or we'll see some sort of evidence that Thanos might still be out there. Damn. Which would, which is going to be a hard one to pull off since he died definitively twice in Endgame. But, uh, you know. So wait, one more question before we move on. All right, blind test right now. If you had to vote, what do you think you're gonna is gonna be the better movie, Shang Chi or Eternals? Because I I'm going I'm going Shang Chi. I'm going Eternals. Oh man, this one's a tough call for me because I you know I am on record as being super down for both, but uh, I think right now I'm more excited about Shang Chi, so I'm probably gonna go with Shang Chi. The Shang Chi's have it. <laughs> well, someone will have egg on their face in a month or two. That's true. <laughs> or three of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, finally, after months of begging and begging on August 23rd, which happens to be the day WandaVision takes place, uh, <laughs> Marvel finally released the Spider Man Far From Home trailer or No Way Home, whatever. Which, by the way, do we think this was released because it got leaked a day early? Or was it always the plan that this was going to happen? I think it was a reaction for sure. That, I, that I would be too. my guess. Yeah. yeah. We knew it was going to stream at CinemaCon, but there was no guarantee it was going to release online. But after Sunday night, I don't feel like they had a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else at CinemaCon hasn't been released. Like the Matrix stuff, you know what I mean? Like the Batman stuff, like nothing else has come out. So I well, think it normally doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I, I don't know if you guys have seen the spider-man no way home uh twitter account but i love how goddamn petty they are <laughs> whoever's no, for running sure. oh god it's so funny what'd they do when they posted the trailer finally they posted here's the like hd official version of this trailer <laughs> in all caps and they keep like retweeting things about like it, look how good it looks you know this way <laughs> it's very funny right so the uh you know not at all surprising bits of this trailer is that we get teases of Green Goblin and Doc Ock back. But I think the one shocking thing the trailer does reveal is that it seems like Doctor Strange is the one that fucks all this up. And, yeah. And he's in sweatpants. <laughs> he's in sweatpants because it's snowing inside of his house for some reason. Ian had the theory that they had not fixed the hole in the roof that the Hulk made. But I, really I feel like, like they've had I feel like they've had time unless he's just a bum. And there's no you snow know? outside. Yeah, I don't know. Wong would be totally slacking as a manservant if he didn't fix that <laughs> hole in the roof. <laughs> man <laughs> what was our general impressions of the trailer guys I mean, uh, amped i was excited yeah fucking super dope it's definitely just everything i want it to be i, I just hope it's good because i my expectations are sky high so i tend to be disappointed in these situations i think ian you mentioned in, in the text that you were a little sad about how much of the movie they showed and i was Amazed at how much they didn't show, considering how many people we know are in this movie. Agree right. with Joseph on that one. Yeah. Well, no, not that what they showed in the trailer. I was, I'm disappointed that I know so much from leaks, like Alfred Molina talking, and like all the the rumors. You know, we know Andrew Garfield's in it, Tobey Maguire. But I agree. Like, I don't think the trailer gave a lot away, which was cool. Well, you know, yeah. I was surprised we didn't see any of Jamie Fox since he was kind of the first one of the like multiverse guys who was confirmed. He was the first one that we heard and thought, oh, maybe this is going to be a thing where we're pulling from the other Spider-Man movies. So I'm surprised we didn't see anything of him. I did. Well, they showed ask- the lightning. They showed the oh, lightning. They, yeah. Right, right on, right on. Uh, uh, did you guys see that their rumors are like right before that lightning shot, there's a shot of like another villain and people are 
say, saying online it's either it could be Venom or it could be the lizard from the first Amazing Spider-Man. Which yeah, I heard, be, I heard the lizard. That's, that's, I heard lizard. That's what yeah. it looked more like to me, but it's still really hard to tell because it's just a really dark shot. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely running from something that like explodes through a window or something, but you can't make out what it is. I think also there before the lightning shot, supposedly you could see a face like in the explosion, and people think it's Sandman. Um, which would put us at like five villains of the Sinister Six, and then I feel like you got to bring Vulture or Mysterio back and just top it off. I mean, I'm almost certain that's what we're going to do at some point. We will do it in this movie. That's what I mean. I feel like Mysterio kind of has to be in this one. He's pretty integral to the plot. And uh, as for Sandman, I I know no one else would, but I would fucking love that shit. I think was it Thomas Hayden Church? Is that who plays yeah. Sandman? Yeah. yeah, I think he, I think he's fucking fine in that part. Like, mm-hmm. I'm fine bringing that dude back. Yeah, he needs a I don't think he's a problem with that. I think fucking that '70s show Venom was more the problem in that one. <laughs> See, <laughs> I would really love if they would bring back Tober Grace ben, uh, Venom. That would just be like the ballsiest ball move ever. Like, That's- I would be super. <laughs> That's actually what I want. I want to pull as much shit from the Raimi verse as possible. The one thing that I just desperately want more than anything is Tony Revolori, Flash Thompson meeting Joe Manganiello, <laughs> Flash Thompson. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we can make that work, but I need it in my life. That would, would be the fucking best. <laughs> you guys, you, you know the rumor that Bruce Campbell like was going to be Mysterio in Spider-Man Four or something. I would like yeah. Bruce Campbell Mysterio to meet Jake Gyllenhaal Mysterio yes, sir. <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but so yeah, many good things we could great. do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm super into it. Like, I, it broke the single, it broke Endgame's record. I don't know if you, I mean, it's, yeah. it's more of a social media world, of course, but it, like, got 355 million views in the first 24 hours. And, like, the old record was 289 million. So people are fucking jazzed for this movie. You know it's what I mean? It's the closest like, to in, since Endgame, I think. I think this... I think this movie can do in-game numbers and Sony fucking knows it and they're going to hold it until they know they can make it. Yeah, no, and they should, you know what I mean? Cause like, it's definitely, it's got like that buildup feel. Whereas like phase four is all about starting over. This feels like a culmination still, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I think, I think they have that. And I think that's important. One of the things I do like about this and just what they've done with Spider-Man in general, since introducing him in the Marvel universe is I feel like, He's one of the only heroes we've we've got at this point in the Marvel Universe that's got a secret identity. And I feel like they've really leaned into that instead of shying away from it. Like they make the, that's the central part of many mm, of the mm-hmm. stories. And I really like that. Yeah. And I, especially I know uh, it was probably better for you comic readers than me. But my understanding is in the comic book version of, of Civil War, Peter Parker like reveals his identity and it's like, a thing and then other plot stuff happens civil war is over and then people just kind of forget that peter parker is spider-man i like the fact that there are like lasting consequences enough in this that like we're really we're genuinely <laughs> just changing the whole fucking world to try and go back to where it was what happens in civil war is like he, he released his identity and then the kingpin hires an assassin who kills aunt may Mm. and he's like distraught about it so this is what they're kind of loosely adapting is the one more day where him and mary he goes to mefesto and is like hey if you bring uh aunt may back to life everyone will forget i'm spider-man and my marriage to mary jane will go away mary jane will forget all about me so he like kind of like sells his soul to the devil to kind of like put that secret back in the bottle Mm. 
and there's no consequences to it still to this day. The devil's <laughs> yeah. never shown yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Said, yeah. Said, hey, they, comic hey, books, when we, people hate it. So that's why yeah. it's it's cool that they're taking this and turning it into something positive because, I mean, her, I'm, you probably, I, I've read it after the fact. Like, I read it last summer and I, I I've did a little research and apparently it's like one of the most despised Spider-Man comic runs, like, ever. It's 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 really pretty shitty. It leads to some good comics after that. The run after it is called uh, a One More Day and um, or no, Brand New Day, Brand New Day, and that was some pretty good comics. So it led to some good shit. But yeah, it was pretty fucking awful at the time. And it also has this weird thing where uh, actually more to this being an adaptation, Peter Parker doesn't remember the Mephisto deal, so he remembers his identity getting erased by reed richards and dr strange so yeah it's it's very confusing and dumb and i hate it but it looks like they're doing something cool with it in this you know i just one more thing i wanted to say on this is sony's the only one without a streaming service so if people want to see this movie you got to get fucking vaccinated there's like there's no choice Uh, (laughs) this movie they do not care about your feelings i want to watch it so please make the delta variant go away i definitely think if you refuse to wear a mask going to see spider-man what the <laughs> fuck are you even doing it's a good point it's a fair point uh so do you guys think that uh dr strange in this basically is the same as he is in ragnarok or this is a full-on team up i think it's probably somewhere in between i think he's definitely in it more than he's in ragnarok but i don't right. know that it's a team up movie i think the team up will be the three spider-men right yeah I think he's going to be in the first half a lot more than he's in the second half. I, I think I do, that's true. Yeah, I, th- I think he's going to have to go deal with some other multiverse bullshit, and Spider-Man just got to deal with his Spider-Man problems. I think there's probably going to be like a like a leaking effect, and once they shut off the tap, then it's fucking Spider-Man's problem. Right. Uh, so once all the villains and the Spider-Man are there, old DS is piecing out. I think Ian's right. The first half of the film, I think that's a good call. Do we think Daredevil is in this movie? Because people think his arm <laughs> people, is. People really do. <laughs> I mean, I man, uh, you know, that one head is shaped like his head, and he has a pretty distinctly shaped head. If they are keeping him, I hope that doesn't mean they're keeping the casting on all the other uh, uh, Netflix shows. I'm fine with Jessica Jones, but I would be totally cool with recasting the rest of yeah, yeah. I, I hope he's not in it. I just let's just forget the Netflix thing. Like that doesn't need to be one of the multiverses. Like it should just die. Like you know it, and it it was a fine show, but like it's just so much fucking filler, and it just got so bad at the end. Like I just rather start fresh with all that. I, I, I pretty much agree with that. I feel like we were just talking recently about a, some other movie that's had a mixture of movie and TV stars. And, you know, the general concept of movie star quality. I think Charlie Cox is doing his absolute best in uh, <laughs> in Daredevil. And I think I think he's fine in that show. I don't think he is the problem with that show. But I think TV is as far as he gets. <laughs> yep, I'd agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if he's in this, but I'm not clamoring for it. You know, right. It, I, I, I'm with Joseph's point. I think he's pretty good in that part. Like, he's not... You know, he's not bad, but I don't know that I need that to exist in the movies. Would I like to see Daredevil in the movies? Sure. But does it have to be him? Not anymore. You told me there's a fucking multiverse. Get so. me Ben Affleck Daredevil. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd rather it be Ben Affleck Daredevil than Charlie. Cox I want Daredevil. I want current day 
sad, just just <laughs> alcoholic, depressed guy Ben Affleck to be Matt Murdock in this movie. <laughs> Bring awesome. along J Lo as Electra. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, man, you know, definitely, I don't think this. This seems like it's going to be pretty packed without Daredevil showing up. Like, is this going to be a three-hour movie? We'll be fine without Daredevil. Yeah, how much do we think the other two Spider Guys are in? How much do you think Toby and Andrew are in? Oh, and follow-up, when he says, hello, Peter, do you think he's talking to Tom Holland or Toby Maguire? Oh, good question. Good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Yeah. I think it's Toby Maguire. <laughs> I'd agree with that, because he wouldn't yeah. recognize Tom Holland. It makes sense. I think Andrew Garfield's going to be in it more than Toby Maguire, because I don't know if Toby Maguire could give a fuck. You know, they're probably paying him a lot of money. But Andrew Garfield, that dude's itching to be in a good Spider-Man movie. They, he probably paid them a million dollars. Like, just put me in this bitch. Ian took, <laughs> Ian took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is I feel the exact opposite. I feel I feel like Tobey Maguire is starting to dip his hand, uh, you know, his feet in coming back into acting. Like he's uh, he's lined up a couple of roles after this. This is his big return. Andrew Garfield, I feel like, has had a pretty successful career outside of Spider-Man. He's the one, to me, that's... And people just fucking hate those movies so much that it's surprising to me that he's even willing to come back. I do think, to your point, Ian, though, he desperately wanted to do it well. Mm, And this could be an opportunity for him to do that. But that doesn't mean he needed a big part. You think they bring back Kristen Dunst and uh, Emma Stone? Like, how deep does this go? Like, God knows we're not getting Dane DeHaan, little Leonardo DiCaprio back, right? Like, that's not <laughs> happening. I think Kirsten Dunst is in it. I don't know okay. about Emma Stone. What's her name? Who was the other one? Not Kirsten Dunst. The other one, uh, Emma Stone? Emma Stone, yeah. Uh, I mean, she's kind of got the motivation to be in it. She's already hooked up with Disney, so maybe she'll, yeah. there'll be some cameo or something. I, I don't know. But, uh, but again, I mean, at that point, the waters are getting pretty muddy. It's just everybody's showing up. Yeah. I'd like it if, if uh, Toby and Kristen Dunst have a little spider kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's wholesome content right there, Ian. I that would be cute. <laughs> a Peter Jr. You know what I mean? Like, I could see that as a thing. <laughs> Climb around on the ceiling and Mommy MJ's like, get down from there, yeah. PJ. Actually, they call him Ben. That, that's probably <laughs> what the kid's name will be. My only ask question I have about this for you guys is uh, immediately following this release, Sony announced they renamed their m- movie universe as, I don't know, Sony Spider-Man universe or some bullshit. It was an even dumber name than that. Do you think we're now going to get a variant of Spider-Man that exists for those films? Oh, I love that idea. I love the idea. <laughs> I just know that they can't get into the Marvel universe. It's like, well, We'll get we'll get the B grade guy and throw him into our movies. I don't think they'll do it, but I love that idea. I think if it lands, if it lands that people can accept, hey, there's three different Spider Man, and and you know, the, and they accept they di- exist in different universes, and it doesn't fucking confuse them. Which I'm not convinced that the mass, you know, audience can do that. We'll see. But if they can, then that's going to be okay. Then we're going to introduce our own Spider Man for hanging out with. Venom and Morbius and all the other shitty movies were made. And yeah. if it does land, which he heard, I could see Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire coming. I really could. You know oh, what I mean? No, 100%. I think that is the end game of all this. If, if the Tobey scenes really pop, then they're going to try to do Raimi Spider-Man 4. And I am fucking on board with that. I mean, look, yeah, I, would, I would pay at least $50 to watch Spider-Man 4 uh, <laughs> with Sam Raimi. 
Yeah. And man, I hope they don't update a goddamn thing. Agreed. I hope it looks exactly <laughs> like those movies do. Yeah. I did see when uh, someone tweeted out, they were like, uh, fucking skeleton bombs are back. And I had forgot that that's what happens <laughs> when Green Goblin. They just turned into skeletons and fell to the ground. I tried to watch that movie again today, but to your point, Christian. Sony doesn't have a streaming app, so it was on Stars, and it's like, I know I have this DVD somewhere, but I'm not going to dig it out. <laughs> Man, I really, uh, you know, we've, we've sort of just been bouncing all over the place with this, but I really look forward to seeing Willem Dafoe in that row again, yeah. role again. He fucking just kills at that. He is having such a blast chewing up scenery. I can't wait. Yeah, he's going to be, I, I, I have really high hopes that this movie's going to rock. And I think, surprisingly, Melina, Defoe, even Maguire and Garfield are all fucking pumped to come back. I, Jamie Foxx, <laughs> I think, is pumped to come back, and I think that's going to shine through on the screen. All right. I agree, totally. I, I think we've done it. I think that's, that's Marvel in the next few months. <laughs> <laughs> that's the movies only. We, that's not even touching shit know. coming on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Don't worry, we will. That's what we're here for. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, if uh, just out of curiosity, since we talked about it, I feel like the overwhelming majority has got to be Spider-Man, but I could be wrong. If uh, you have opinions about which of the three movies we've talked about you're most excited about, reach us at realphones.gmail.com or on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Uh, I'd be interested to know. Well, cool, guys. What have we been watching this past week? Uh, this episode of What You've Been Watching brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Um, I watched Paw Patrol the movie with my children <laughs> <laughs> at least 10 times since Friday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, look, it's pretty good. Look, Paw Patrol is a pretty decent show to begin with. I, kids TV as a whole, much better today than it ever was when I was a child. Like, there's some pretty good like kids TV shows, and Paw Patrol is one of them. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the movie's good. It's just you know, it's an hour and a half long episode of Paw Patrol. It's a little more emotional depth, I guess, than a, a standard episode gets into. But looks cool. Like any good superhero movie adaptation they get new costumes and new uh automobiles and those are fun to look at i've probably already seen it more than i've seen transformers so therefore it's better than transformers <laughs> um, probably shorter it's definitely shorter significantly <laughs> shorter uh it does move pretty quick but yeah paw patrol the movie if you have kids under the age of seven it's you know it's fine to have on while you do other things and finally a little, little bit of backstory. Obviously, I like Broadway things. Um, a few years ago, I was exposed to SpongeBob the Musical, which is a Broadway adaptation of SpongeBob SquarePants. And um, I thought it sounded dumb, but I thought I'd check out the music. Turns out the music pretty much fucking kicks. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but it got canceled. It was apparently not something people thought was worth bringing back after COVID. But what they did, what Paramount Plus did is kind of like Hamilton, did a special version of SpongeBob the Musical <laughs> they released on Paramount Plus. Um, and look, it's okay. Like, I don't, the music is better than the show itself, if that makes sense. But it's fine. It's probably worse than Transformers, but it's really timely. Like, it's about impending doom to Bikini Bottom and everyone becomes really xenophobic and blaming each other and turning on one another. And it, I don't know, felt very familiar, like my Facebook, but <laughs> yeah, I, if you're into musicals and this is one that you're not going to get to see on stage anymore, I would recommend checking it out. 
at the very least listen to the soundtrack because there are some uh, definite bops on there. Uh, but yeah, SpongeBob the musical. I'm going to give it worse than Transformers. I'll probably never watch it again, but I will listen to it again. Right on. That's it for me. Well, uh, you know, first of all, I got to say, I'm a little disappointed because when you said Paramount Plus, I was really excited to pile on some crappy new Star Trek. I'd have been watching Lower Decks, if that's what you're going to talk about. But I, I hear that's pretty good, actually. So the problem with Lower Decks is it wants to be Rick and Morty so fucking bad. Right. But yeah, that sucks. When you want to be Rick and Morty, but the only joke you can make is Shaka, where the walls fell, it doesn't land. <laughs> right. like, it, like when I get that joke nine times, yeah, it's a meta joke, but I got it nine times. And I've right. seen that episode of Star Trek at least nine times. <laughs> right. I don't need it anymore. Uh, <laughs> but they really lean into that shit. But you know, what? I still watch it. I mean, it's, right. it's okay. Uh, well, but uh, yeah, as far as uh, stuff I've been watching, uh, uh, Christian, to you, I, I had I've been putting off watching uh, uh, Bad Batch. You know, I think it was because I wasn't super into the backdoor pilot and that the first episode of this was an hour and 19 minutes long. Hmm. And I just kept putting it off. But I started watching it. I'm about eight episodes in. That shit is premium Star Wars shit, particularly it that first fucking episode. kicks, man. It, it is kicks. so fucking good. I'm so sad I waited to watch it because I, I want to be done with it because I want to know what happens next. So next week, we can. Uh, you finished it, right? Yeah, dude. And I need, I need you to specifically to be done with it because you've read Air of the Empire, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, so I need you to be fucking done with it because there is a theory out there about how, where this show ends that blows my fucking mind. And <laughs> if you haven't read Heir to the Empire, it's not going to make any sense. But So I need you to get there. I'm excited to talk about it. Cool, cool. Well, next week we'll tag team that one. I also, you know, I got all caught up on that wrestling show I've been watching, Reliving the, uh, uh, Reliving the War, and I'm so fucking bummed that I'm caught up. I don't want to go to just watching one of these for a week. It's the most fun thing that's happened to me in, like, years. A, a couple more things I'll talk about this week. Usually I talk about things that nobody cares about because they're obscure and only interesting to me. This week, I'm going to talk about a couple of things that no one's going to be interested in because they've already watched it all. Uh, for whatever, I, I do this thing where if I know I'm going to like something, I'll put off watching it till I know I'm going to enjoy it. And with streaming, since it's always fucking available, that shit can last forever. So after two fucking years, I finally watched uh, Dolomite is My Name. And I fucking loved that shit. It's super fun, better than Transformers. It, you know, it's a movie about uh, a bunch of friends having a good time making a movie. And it seemed like a bunch of people having a good time making this movie. I'm sure everyone either has or hasn't seen this already, but on anyone, just in case you haven't, highly recommend. Similarly, I've been putting off watching Palm Springs for like a year. Watch that shit. That shit's awesome. Better than Transformers. J.K. Simmons steals the show like he does in every fucking thing he's in. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I got this week. So, I only watch, I, I've been a lull right now. Um, we're, me and Susie are watching West Wing, which just goes on forever. Um, <laughs> and you, I, I realize that you can tell when Aaron Sorkin leaves the show because in like a four episode swing, 
Air Force One has mechanical problems and almost crashes. CJ gets shot in the press briefing room, shot at in the press briefing room. The vice president resigns from a sex scandal. And then his daughter gets uh, kidnapped. And I'm like, this is kind of like jump the shark a little bit. Um, <laughs> we're in season five. They rain in a little bit. They do it like a good budget uh, shut down the government kind of arc. But um, yeah, so I'm watching that and I don't have a lot of time other than that. You know, man, settling down, you don't have as much TV time to yourself. But um, I did watch, I got a list of old movies and I watched two. One was, I told Joseph this on, on Sunday, but I watched Triple Frontier a Netflix movie that has been on my list of like movies I eventually wanted to watch. It's got Ben Affleck and Charlie Hunnam and Garrett Hedlund. And it's like they're bunch, they're army guys and they go into South America and it's like a heist and it's fine. It, it reminded <laughs> me of like a movie that you would get back in the day on like fucking red box that like skip theaters, but it has like two kind of famous people. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's all Netflix movies are though to me now is like, just like, they put like 20 million into them. It's got a couple semi-famous people or one really famous person and they're not bad, but like they're just, they feel generic to me. So um, I watched that. And then the other one I watched, cause I watched free guy, which um, really fucking enjoyed. Uh, I didn't have high expectations. I thought it was going to be stupid, but yeah, Ryan Reynolds is great in that role. Um, it's just like he's doing his Deadpool Van Wilder kind of thing, but it's like scaled back. It's PG 13. And then Taco with, Kitty's the villain and he just has some lines that are so funny uh that just i love that dude so much um i can't wait for thor love and thunder so uh i went back and watched what we do in the shadows have you have you guys all seen that yeah it's incredible yeah uh that movie just it's one of my favorite comedies um usually comedies for me like they they don't age well but that one is just as funny as the first time i saw it so um I might try the Hulu, what we do in the shadows TV show next, but um, it's good. I remember thinking when I watched the movie, I was like, this is an SNL skit that went on for exactly as long as it, it could have. Like <laughs> they milked all the jokes out of it and all the jokes were funny and there were no more jokes. And that, that's like, that's it ended right then. And that was a good thing. Uh, but then they made the series and the series is also quite funny. So I was wrong. Yeah. So I'll check back on that. And it hurt one thing on what you said. So CM Punk came back. Did you watch that whole AEW thing? What'd you think of that? Yes. First of all, I, I was going to mention that in, in this. Man, if you're not watching AEW wrestling right now and you're someone who liked wrestling at one point and lapsed wrestling, man, pick up on AEW because that shit is awesome. It is super fun. Uh, the, the Punk comeback is was great. It was emotional. I loved it. But really, in trying to sell this... I, I really, I think the best way to sell AEW wrestling is this. A few weeks ago, they had a death match in it. And uh, I think it's something Gage. I think Chris Gage, he's like, the, he's like the super violent wrestler versus Chris Jericho. And there's a part in it where he takes a pizza cutter to Chris Jericho's head. And right when that happens, they cut to a Domino's pizza commercial. <laughs> and if that's not good television, I don't know what fucking <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Hurt, I did yeah. want to follow up. Uh, last week, you said you had something huge to talk about, and you said you were going to put it off. I decided to put it off another week. Damn. Yeah. I've been dying to know for a week. <laughs> Build, building the anticipation. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I honestly, I, I would love to say I have a great excuse for it, but I just didn't have the energy this week. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, uh, Joseph, what you got? For me, uh, the wife and I finished a show that we started watching a long time ago uh, called Fruits Basket. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's an anime. Of course, it's a fucking anime, but it's uh, kind of a teenage romance thing uh, with the subplot of the, the it's, it's a young girl who's kind of fallen or in a love triangle between these two like high school boys, but the two high school boys are also reincarnated members of the Chinese Zodiac. They're people, but if you touch them, they turn into animals. It's a whole thing. The first seasons are really good. It's like super, I don't know, it's both like relaxed and super melodramatic in this at the same time, but it's always kind of been like the the love story aspect is in the forefront and then the lore stuff is kind of in the background whereas in the third season the final season all the the behind the scenes lore stuff from the first two seasons becomes the sole focus and is the whole season and it's really fucking good i i uh i like liked the first two seasons i i think Val liked them more than I did, so we just kept watching it. But then the third season came around, and I felt it justified the first two seasons. Uh, I feel like this is a show that Hurt would really like because, uh, as I mentioned, it's it's a melodramatic love story, and everyone's got a borderline comically tragic backstory. Uh, <laughs> what is it called again? Fruits Basket. Right on. Okay. Uh, it's <laughs> anyway, it's good. It ends good. It's nice to have a show that ends good. Right on. Uh, the only other thing that I've been doing pretty much with all of my time is I, I saw that Hollow Knight was on sale and I'm a cheap piece of shit. Uh, so I bought Hollow Knight on PS4 for $7.50 and that's all I've been doing is playing that. It's like a, a Metroidvania style, you know, uh, 2D platformer thing. Uh, and it's super engrossing. It's one of the most well-designed games I've played in a long time in the sense that like, I feel like it guides me well to what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, and I, I like, I can sense myself getting better and like figuring things out and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's a very satisfying playing experience. So I that's, that's, that's what I was doing before this call. That's what I will be doing after this call. <laughs> Man, you mentioning wrestling. I'm going to try for this one, but I'm worried you guys are going to leave me hanging like you did on Lorenzo Lamas, but I'm going to see, uh, <laughs> since I've gotten back into wrestling, I've decided, man, I'm going to bust out my Nintendo 64 and play those wrestling games, which are the best wrestling games ever. No mercy. uh, (laughs) No mercy, right? (laughs) So here's the fucking tragedy, though. All the shit on my cartridges are fine, but my fucking memory stick is corrupted. So I lost half of them because the ones that are on the memory for both WrestleMania 2000 and fucking No Mercy are just gone. It's Ugh. so I put so much work. Yeah, that was my life for like Dude, two years. I didn't even care about playing the game. I just made. Yeah, I wrestling. made all the WCW wrestlers in there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, it was Dude. that game's so fucking good. I can't believe I you remember, still have that. I would play the fuck out of that. I that's what I'm doing. I'm playing the fuck out of. It. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. game is like four player. Like just man, that was like just a good party game. Like a lot of 100%. sleepovers were played to that. Everybody talks about how great Goldeneye was on that, and it was, but the re- the wrestling games were better. Yeah, 100%. That's all Fair. I got. All right. I think that's it for, for this week. Uh, next week, I'm not sure. We've talked about a couple different things. It's either going to be our, our um, movies with animals in them, which I'm, I'm subconsciously kind of putting off because 
I realized I've never seen Babe or Babe Pig in the city, and I kind of <laughs> want to. Explains because... a lot about you. Your lack oh, of dude. joy, your pessimism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly what went wrong with you, Nick. <laughs> uh, but we also, what was the other thing we talked about? Oh, yeah, uh, uh, the movies that had different original casts. Yeah, roles meant for other actors. Roles meant for, that's better. You're right. Uh, mm-hmm. So one of those things. Uh, so join us next week for that. Uh, in the meantime, thanks for listening. Uh, please tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, rate, like, subscribe, all those things. Uh, if you have again, if you have any thoughts about uh, all the Marvel stuff that's coming out, things that you're most excited about, you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our Brian Ross for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later. later.